1: guys well hi thanks for joining us in today's episode i'm nicole and i'm joined by my lovely co-host adam and becca hello. hi again hello i
0: gotta be honest the habitual person to me was like oh that's a different intro and i don't know how i feel wait about yeah it.
1: what am i supposed to say i haven't no, led in a while you
0: say what you want to say
1: okay because i make works. the rules here
2: right. <laughs> i like absolutely did not even notice that it was different <laughs> i did as i was
1: saying and i was like This doesn't sound like what I normally say, but that's okay. I'm, we're going with the flow. Yeah. Um, today we have a really fun episode and it's the start of a little mini series that we promised you guys a really long time ago and never did, but now we're finally doing it. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) We thought that October, since this is the kickoff of October. So as you're listening to this, I think it's October 3rd, I think. And, uh, it's spooky season y'all so we have murder mysteries and murder mysteries not only like just your average ordinary murder mystery because there are those but these are going to be murder mysteries where plants helped solve the case and i think it's Ooh. gonna be
2: kind of fun
0: yes
2: yeah. we've been so excited about this like we've talked about <laughs> it many times and yeah we're finally freaking doing it this is gonna be so fun yeah yeah so i'm gonna go
1: first and then becca and adam are gonna have the next couple weeks to tell their stories but first we have to catch up and mustard really quickly we're gonna do a mini catch up today so let's see hmm who do i want to go
2: first becca you go oh okay (laughs) (laughs) um wow yeah i feel like man, should we do like a greenhouse update? Yeah. Uh, I don't don't know because there's like not a ton going on besides that right now because the weather has been kind of nice. So I've been out there a lot. Although Nicole and I were discussing that next week it's going to get like really hot again. Like Uh... in my mind, I was kind of panicking because – I was like, fall is upon us. And at the time that you guys are yeah. hearing this, fall is definitely upon us. But I was kind of panicking because I'm not ready. I love summer. I love the heat. And I just don't feel ready to let go yet. And so I yeah. I have to admit, I am a little relieved at the hot weather coming back. <laughs> Ugh, you know, except if I have to work outside, it's not fun. But I just like knowing that it's hot and it's summer. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> we are like basically almost dried in on the greenhouse, which means that it's like almost a closed in building. Um, so, yeah, we put on the last bit of siding. We put the back wall up, which just like makes it feel finished. Like, honestly, like I look in and it feels done. It's not. It's very far from being done, but it feels close to it because the wall is closed in and I can't see the barn anymore. I'm just seeing a wall and the greenhouse and yeah and like we're sort of like pulling away from things that I can't do by myself so like once we've put up all the siding and the electricity is in I can work on it on my own for the most part which is going to be great because I can just go out in the middle of the day and just like get stuff done so yeah, I mean that's really like what I have to say about that, but um I stained like the bottom half of the siding on the inside and it just really made it look so much more finished. Like that small thing. I was like, "Uh, maybe I'll do this, maybe I won't." And then I did it and I'm like, I'm so happy I did this cuz it looks so good. Um
1: but Okay, so I know that I know that when you first started staining, you mentioned you didn't like the color, but mm-hmm. I saw it most recently. I think you did either a TikTok or Instagram and I I don't know if you still feel that way, but I freaking love it.
2: Yeah. Okay, I agree with you. I okay, good. yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> I finished staining the collar ties, um like the horizontal pieces on the roof, like rafters. And I looked back at it. I came down from the ladder. I looked up and I'm like, wow, this looks so good. And it it also looks so good with the siding, like the siding being up and seeing it against like the clear, like the dark wood. It just looks so good. I'm really Mm -hmm. happy with it. I completely agree. I also think that it's like had time to get a little bit weathered because Mm -hmm it wasn't closed in for so long so it's been rained on like all summer all spring and yeah. i think that it just like aged a bit and it got to be more brown and less red and
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah i really also love it it's so pretty it's going to look so good with like the pop of green with the plants Ooh, yeah i know it's going to look so, so good excited. but the thing that i'm kind of torn about is the back wall so the north wall that's like that huge interior wall the plywood on the outside Mm -hmm. i have no idea what to do with it because i first thought that i would stain it but then it's just this huge huge dark dark wall and Mm -hmm. i'm concerned that that's going to look like a black hole and i'm just not sure what to do but i was thinking oh maybe i'll just like paint it like a color maybe i'll paint it white maybe i'll paint it green or is it wood? it's wood right yeah, it's like plywood. A, it's plywood. Yeah, because it's the back of the siding. Are you Can going you...
0: on the inside? Or are you going to insulate it and put up drywall or something?
2: Well, I was going to,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but um, I'm not going to put drywall up. I did my research on that and found that that was a bad idea because it's going to be too moist in there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So then I think my only other option would be putting up more plywood. Or like on the other side and like sandwiching insulation or tongue and groove, like, you know, like planks. Mm -hmm. And I calculated how much that would cost. And it's just like much more than I would like to spend on that wall. So I have no idea what I'm going to do. So I think this year I'm just going to leave it open and see how it does, like with keeping in the heat. I mean, again, it is only plywood, so I don't know if it's going to do a very good job, but I do have a really good heater. Mm -hmm. (sighs) So I just kind of want to see what it would be like to keep it open just this year. And if I need to close it up over the winter, I will, but I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. I was going to say, like, instead of painting the,
1: are you talking about the outside, painting the outside or the inside? The inside okay so like what if you hung up a bunch of like hanging plants on that wall can you do that yeah for sure like instead of like leaving it unfinished and just doing that like does it look bad unfinished
2: uh it looks a little weird like, I don't yeah. love it unfinished. And also, on one of the panels, I started to stain it, and I was like, oh, this is so dark. And then I didn't. So mm. now there's just, like, a blob of stain on one of them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, well. So I'm just well, trying I'm thinking to. thinking you probably want it. So, oh, sorry. Oh, no. I'm just trying to figure out what to do with the wall. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I was thinking, like, you probably want it to be bright in there, you know? So if you did paint it, I would say go with a like a lighter color it could be anything but like just like a lighter color Mm -hmm. and then because light bounces off of lighter colors too it doesn't like suck it in Mm -hmm. you know so like if you stained it it might like suck the light in yeah and not be as bright in there but yeah decisions decisions
0: here's what i think you should do i think you should contact hgtv and pitch <laughs> my dream greenhouse show and they can yours can be the first one <laughs>
2: oh
0: imagine
1: we- they come out and they're just like this all has to go we're starting from scratch
0: <laughs> like, um,
2: okay <laughs> That would be such a cool show. People making hobby, like building hobby greenhouses. It's like the Tiny House Nation, but it's like greenhouses. Yeah. Yeah. And if we see it on HGTV now, we're coming for you. Yeah. That shit's been panned.
1: Also, (laughs) one of
0: the episodes can be like a pot grower and it'll just be like a super chill. All weed. Um, Yeah, man. I love this. (laughs) They They show the reveal of this amazing greenhouse and the guy's like... I'm stoked <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoned I
2: mean stoked
0: <laughs>
2: yes that would be so oh my god I love that I love that <laughs> what a I great don't think, TV show although,
0: I don't think it would look like a black hole if you fill it up with like hanging plants and all that stuff so even if the stain is like super dark in your mind I I feel like that's once true. you get the plants in there it'll be a nice thing for them to contrast off of mm-hmm. that's
1: true that is know. true. And like your pots, like you can manage what color pots you put up there, like whether they're
2: white or terracotta or whatever, you know. Yeah. So I guess that's <laughs> a big thing that I'm like still not sure about. But other than that, I'm just really happy and excited. And this this week or probably tomorrow, I'm going to start building the benches, which is a big step. Um Ooh yeah and then electricity and then we have a greenhouse and then i can sort of do the flooring as the winter goes along like i'm not (laughs) i'm not super concerned about the flooring like it'll get done um yeah but yeah i just want to get i just want to get shit in there because i'm gonna have to bring plants (laughs) in from outside and i'd like them to go in the greenhouse and not my house because i don't have that much space yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that's true yeah, but that's that's my only update. I don't have anything going on besides that that I can even think of would be exciting enough to share here, so I'm going to pass it off <laughs> to... All right, Adam. Adam.
0: Yeah, I yeah. don't... How oh, was your week? I don't feel like I have anything either. I just, you know, we were all kind of chatting before, but this week just feels kind of blah you know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to blame Mercury. Mercury. Mer- I say that weird. M-
2: Mercury. Mercury. I did notice that. I wasn't going to say anything. But then now that you did, I'm going to acknowledge. Yeah, How you do you it weird. pronounce
0: it? <laughs>
2: Mercury. 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 Mercury.
0: Mercury. I say, say like Mercury. Mur- Mercury. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Mercury. moral of the story, the bitch is in retrograde and I think it's really <laughs> affecting me. <laughs> Is that explicit uh, mark? <laughs> um, but yeah, not much has gone on. D twenty three, which is like Disney's big expo every year, was happening. And mm-hmm. so I was watching some of that. I'm I'm a little bit of a Disney nerd, but not like yeah. a huge one. But Disney adults. Ex- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the most exciting <laughs> the hey, don't yuck my yum.
2: I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Hey hey.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I would say the most exciting thing about D twenty three this year, I mean there's been there was a couple of exciting announcements, but we got the first the first look at our live action aerial and when I tell you guys that I've been obsessed with this, like mm-hmm. I have been obsessed. Yes. I, ever since I heard of the casting for Halle Bailey, I was like, this is gonna be amazing. Um, yeah and because i just know her voice is just incredible
1: oh i went down a rabbit hole once i saw that little 30 second preview i was like i need to hear more of her voice because this is just isn't fair like we're not going to be able to see this until next year so i just need all of this serotonin yes she's amazing
0: amazing she so Mm -hmm. is and uh, honestly like just that little clip i was just so excited to I'm very excited for this movie in general. Melissa McCarthy is playing Ursula, like I know. Yes, <laughs> yeah.
2: her first like evil character. Like I mean, she's, I love it. I mean, has she played an evil person before? Like maybe like an annoying person, but not like truly. I don't think so. Well, there was that so. one
0: movie where she was a villain, and I think she got an Oscar nom for it because she was she was it was something about writing, and she was posing as somebody else, but like it was like a very. I haven't seen it. I don't. I can't, honestly oh. can't remember what it's called, but I am just so excited. And, you know, there's been tons of backlash about this, but whatever. Those people are stupid. Build a bridge. Get over it. Like, oh it's a God. fantasy character. They can be any color yeah. they want to be, but oof. And also, like, the reaction videos of kids, of, like yes? especially mm-hmm. little little black kids watching it. I mean, honestly, sobbing watching them all on TikTok. Yeah. Like, yeah. to just see, because you know the part of the trailer or the little sneak peek where her face appears just by the sounds. And just yeah. to see their eyes just, like, light up. I'm just like, this is who this movie is for, and that's all I care yeah. about.
2: Yeah. Yes
1: yeah representation matters so much especially with kids and you know i was talking with mia about this because Mia's like on tiktok now and she's like oh my gosh my for you page is just like all little mermaid and she was like you know like i i saw that and she's like and then i thought about it and there was no other black disney princess since like tiana from princess and the frog Mm. and i was like yeah there there hasn't been and that was a while ago like she's Going to be fifteen, and she watched that when she was little. So yeah, which is one of our other favorite Disney movies. But yeah, it's just so important for kids to see themselves in these in these Disney characters that they look up to. Mm -hmm. You know, a
0: hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So I'm super jazzed about it.
1: Me too. I'm mad though that they put this out so early, and now we have to wait until May of next year. Like I, that is that is a a long long time. time. Yeah. But, you know, in true Disney form, they've done this with everything. They've done it with Frozen. They've done it with, like, everything. Like, they make yeah. you wait. And I'm just like, okay, okay, I
0: see you, Disney. I, I mean, you. it's like, it's eight months. Oh, That's my like God. That's, like, such
2: a long time. I That's know, like but when they announced season.
0: <laughs> 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 I feel like they announced this movie, like, two years ago. So I feel like, they did. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. we've known about this casting for a long time, but people are only just now getting upset. And I it's annoying. It, it really is. Like, yeah. Just don't it, it's like the yucking someone else's yum thing. Like this is yeah. really an a sweet moment for so many kids and people, grown mm. adults too. Like rep- representation absolutely matters. It's important to see people Who look like you on TV and people who are getting upset about this have probably never experienced what that's like to not see yourself on TV characters, on movie characters, people in power, etc. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm so tired of a piece of our population using, I don't even like using this word, but wokeness as like a terrible thing it's like how like how what a privileged life you lead yeah. because oh, like yeah. i mean even our what was what's that um wow i'm can't even think of the name but when you're on road trips and you eat at like that little breakfast place country what's it called
1: oh creighton barrel
0: no <laughs> we're, we're getting <laughs> that's close that's
2: right we're getting close country okay.
0: Country, Country in like
2: I don't know what you're talking about at all. Country. It's that restaurant.
0: They usually have wooden rocking chairs at the like. At... It's
2: Crate Crate, and crate barrel. barrel. No, it's not <laughs> Crate and Barrel. Cracker God, Barrel. Crack cracker Barrel. barrel. Wait, what? I was like getting mad. I'm like, it's Crate and Barrel. <laughs> Everybody <laughs>
1: listening right now was screaming Cracker Barrel okay. at their radios. Okay, Nicole,
2: <laughs> but you said Nicole said Crate and Barrel. I fully thought you said Cracker Barrel.
1: Yeah, I did too.
2: That's why I was like,
1: it's right. I know what I'm talking about. I eat there all the time. But okay, sorry.
0: (laughs) I'm sure you guys have read that, but there was like this whole like um, protest Cracker Barrel because they put an impossible sausage on their menu and people were calling them too woke. And I was like, this is freaking (laughs) ridiculous. And the the immaturity, (laughs) like I just, I don't even understand it. Whatever
1: like maybe vegetarians want an impossible sausage like what the fuck is wrong with that
0: yeah don't order it if you don't want it like it's it's not it's not (laughs) like they're saying we have to take all sausage off the menu and this is going to be the only one that anyone can eat
1: (laughs) (laughs) well it's the same thing with it's the same thing with the little mermaid if you don't want to fucking watch it then don't watch it if you want to live in your cartoon little mermaid past then that's okay then do that but you you don't you don't get to be
2: mad about that. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <sighs> anyway. It, it's Those like people are weird. Stupid. It's weird to think like how these people can be so upset when they, I mean, they maybe they haven't seen a kid look at this trailer and be, and see the joy on their faces. Maybe they just haven't seen that. I don't know. Like, I just yeah. don't understand like how you could see a kid be like genuinely happy about something and be like, oh, this is terrible. Blah. Like how? Yeah. I'm sure I feel that, like you know. I'm sure that they have, and maybe there's people out there who don't care, but
0: yeah, because I feel like they've hardened their hearts to. To a point to where that like just wouldn't even affect them. They'll be like, "This is so stupid," you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And whatever, I feel it's sad someone, for someone. I.
1: Yeah, I do too. I really do too. I I saw a TikTok, yesterday or the day before, and it was some. It was a stitch because, like, my for you page is all wonderful people on the right side of the fence, you know? But it was a stitch, and someone was saying, like, oh, well, you know, if we cast a white person to play Pocahontas, I bet you people would be getting mad. And it's like, well, yeah, rightfully so. Okay, but also
2: they have done that. Like, not that specific situation, but like, there have been white people cast in situations where Americans. where, yeah, where a poc should have been playing that character but they cast a white person mm-hmm. that happens yeah. all right. the time i, I mean that, i saw something like that i was like actually shocked i'm like you can have your opinions but that one actually just doesn't make any sense because that has happened and it will continue to happen yeah. like white people and are, i mean like ugh. big movies too like yeah. the original west side story
1: scarface you know like all these big movies when you think about how a person of color should have been playing those roles and it was a white person imitating that like it's and then white people just are like this is the greatest movie ever but they're not they you just don't get it you know not saying it's not a great movie but it's just that probably shouldn't have happened you know
0: yeah Yeah. people are done um on a lighter note i started watching (laughs) abbott abbott elementary have either of you two watched the show
1: well, I heard it won Mm-mm. some Emmys, so now I have to watch it. It
0: is so funny, and yes, rightfully so. I heard about it, and my friend Zach had been telling me it was funny before the Emmys, but I did watch the Emmys, and I saw a lot of their cast won a lot of roles, but yeah. Becca, I think you would love the show. It is it is vibes of The Office mm. slash Parks and Regulation, but in a school, an elementary school in Philadelphia, one of the poorest schools, and it is... It is so funny. Really? Also kind of sad based that it's probably true on how like schools act, but it it really focuses on the comedy side of it. But yes, uh-huh. you definitely need to check it out because I think you'll love it. Mm. Everyone. Okay. Everyone should check it out.
1: Okay. What is it on?
0: Well, it was on my HBO, but I heard someone say it was on Hulu. I can't, I don't know where it airs. I saw it on HBO Max.
2: Mm. Okay. Oh, okay. TV show corner. So I've been watching Below Deck, as we know. (laughs) I'm so obsessed.
0: I'm so obsessed. And right now is when I'm going to input all of the reactions of you cringing when I was talking about Below Deck in previous episodes.
2: (laughs) I know. Okay. Adam went through his Below Deck scene and I was like... That's kind of cringy. I did think it was cringy because I only saw like clips of it from like really old seasons where it was kind of cringy and but okay, <laughs> it is still kind of cringy. But you know what I don't like about the this show? <laughs> they will show you the like because you know the the drama, they'll show you the drama scene before the break. And then Oh, that's annoying. And then they'll play the drama scene. And then the episode ends. Or, you know, wait, hold on. How do I explain this? They'll be like, up next, blah, blah, blah. And it shows this whole section. And this is at the end of the episode. They do this every single episode. And then it'll go to commercial break right at the end of the episode. And then it'll just replay that one clip from the up next at the end of the episode. But they don't tell you what happened.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
2: Do you know what I mean?
0: I do. Yeah. It's annoying.
2: And I get the, I get the suspense thing, but that feels like a glitch like if you're going to show the suspense before the commercial break and then show literally the exact same scene without the result at the end of the episode why why did you show the before like i don't understand like, it's just confusing to me <laughs> it feels like an editing blip like i don't know what's going on but anyway i love the show um
0: it feels been, it feels like they edit for binge watchers i got to be honest like yeah wanting to you to you, click next episode yeah yeah mm-hmm.
2: It's been really interesting, but, like, the nights where they go out and, like, party are really hard to watch because they're all so messy when they're drunk. Yes. It's, like, I'm, like, what's going to happen? Like, there was a fight, you know, There's well, there's been multiple fights. One of them was, like, a physical fight, and then, you know, they're, like, rubbing on each other. There's some, like, um, uh, bisexual activity. <laughs> These people are presumably wait like i'm just like what's going on
0: <laughs>
1: what is this show about again because below deck gives me like ship vibes like, yeah
0: it's mm-hmm. it's the okay. crew it's the crew that man super yachts for people to rent for like a few days you know
1: oh so it's it's like recording their lives
0: yeah and they uh, yeah, like- just their expeditions or whatever and i bet the people yeah. who rent the boat when they're you when they're filming probably get a really deep discount cuz they're constantly oh, on think. film too, you know. It's
2: yeah. Not free. I would yeah. imagine like it must like I'm just honestly also thinking about how much money they spent if the tip is as high as it is at the end. How much did they actually spend total to make this happen? Like on, in a regular situation, maybe not the show. Yeah. But like it also like takes me back to working at a fine dining restaurant cuz it's very similar like like the standards are very similar to like a five-star hotel. It's just like it's been very entertaining, but every time they go out after a charter, I'm, like, cringing because, like, who's going to touch each other's boobs this time? Who is going to, like, grind on someone when they have a boyfriend? I'm like, this is messy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> very.
2: Anyway. Adam, were you done with your ketchup?
0: Yeah, I'm done. Next. Okay.
1: Well really quickly because my life has been just one big box of boring. Like I'm not even joking. Like I earlier this week it was in the low 60s and it was gloomy and I just couldn't do anything. I I just sat outside and enjoyed the cool weather, but I didn't. I wasn't productive this week. Anyway, it's also the week where TV shows are starting back up again and like new series on Netflix and Hulu and all these things. And I completely, for some reason in my head, mm-hmm. thought that um Handmaid's Tale started in November. I don't know why I thought that. Last but it's night, freaking baby. out.
0: Yeah. Two,
1: first two episodes of season five. We watched the first one last night. We're gonna watch the second one tonight, so no spoilers, Adam. But <laughs> I'm very excited about this season. Oh, it's so good. And it's it's all a little too real, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. So that's out, and there's also this new show on ooh, I want to say I want to say Hulu called The Patient with oh, with um, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. I haven't started it yet,
2: but I've it's heard on so my list. many good things. I think I'm going to
1: Yeah, and I I don't know about you guys, but I really really love when comedians which i know like you shouldn't categorize actors into a specific genre of of film but he's a comedian he's funny you Mm -hmm. know like he's a comedian when they cast them in these serious roles i feel like
2: Mm. they do
1: such an amazing job like will ferrell is another one who is just amazing at a serious role you know Mm,
2: what's an example
1: of him in a serious role i can't think of any well he just did one with paul rudd what was the name of that show? Oh shoot, I watched the whole thing. It was really good. It was another like psychiatrist patient movie or er, series and it was based on a true story. Anyway, the psychiatrist who was Paul Rudd and the ended shrink up swindling. next door. Yes, 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 yes.
2: Oh, oh, I want to watch this.
1: It was it was really good and it was like a, it was pretty much about the therapist who was Paul Rudd swindling the patient who's Will Ferrell out of like money and a house and like all this, it was crazy. Oh my gosh! Anyway.
2: And those are both like typically comedian, yeah. Paul Rudd's a comedian too. Jack Black is a great example of this in The Holiday, he is so yes. funny in The Holiday, but he's a serious role, but he's so <laughs> funny and cute and charming.
1: Yes, yes, 100%. Jack Black in The Holiday is an example um Kristen Mm -hmm. Bell like she's a comedian she just did the one with oh and I'm gonna forget the name of it but it was like a scary it had like a funny spin was that the girl
0: the girl across the street in the window next (laughs) to the house with another girl Mm -hmm. in the window it
1: was a it was like a parody series yeah based on like the woman in the window or or the one with amy 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 adams i
0: was watching that on the plane and there was that very like that one sex scene where they literally were just like having sex all over the house and (laughs) i was just like "Ah," it's like hiding my phone from people because i i didn't want them to think i was watching anything really bad (laughs)
1: yeah yeah that was pretty graphic um but anyway so i'm just really excited about all these shows this is like this is my season you guys i think we know this fall is just it's my season i love it and i'm all about all these shows like i can't wait until wedding season dies down and i could just sit on my couch and watch shows and eat cookies all day that's mm. what i'm looking forward to yeah but yeah i don't really have much of a catch-up like my week was boring so that's like the highlight of my week is these new shows coming out
2: cool
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let's, okay. should we get to murder mystery?
1: Yeah. Let's get into it since we're already 35 minutes. Into I did.
0: I did want to say that there is a similar podcast. Well, not similar podcast. There is a podcast that deals with plants in true crime and it's called plant okay. C- plant crimes. And it's done by Ellen Airplant, the Instagram Ellen air plant, um, haven't put out episodes very regularly i think there was only one in 2020 so far there was a couple in 2021 but they're very interesting oh. so
1: oh and i
0: feel like it goes along the lines of this so i i obviously wanted to give them credit but yeah for yeah. sure so if you love true if you like this and plants yeah check it out
1: check them out over there Okay, and while we are getting, giving people credit, some sources that I used for this episode, like the research I did from this, actually came from the podcast Mystic and Murder. And then there was a few YouTube videos with like news reportings that I grabbed some info from. And I didn't really find a lot of articles, but that's pretty much where my findings for this came from. Okay, are we ready?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cue the scary music.
1: So there's a trigger warning. The following case discusses sexual assault. And if you're a victim of sexual assault and you live in the U.S., you can contact the National Sexual Assault Hotline at 1-800-656-HOPE. Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, Today's episode (laughs) is going to be discussing the case of the Woodlawn Jane Doe. She was found in 1976, and thanks to advancements in DNA technology, along with a new technique of forensic genetics geology, the case was recently solved after 45 years of not knowing who this woman was. Which blows my mind—like 45 years for a case to go cold. And I know, like, there's a lot of cold cases out there that mm-hmm. go like unsolved for decades, yeah, centuries even. I've been seeing but her, like
0: I've been seeing. It, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I've been seeing a resurgence of, like, these cold cases getting solved. (laughs) Why are you laughing, Becca?
2: (laughs) You just looked so horrified that you might have interrupted. Just so you guys know, Adam just looked (laughs) so horrified.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I was. But it's these divers who are using this uh, radar technology, and they're, like searching in rivers and lakes and finding like all of these people who who they're either crashed off of the side of the road like 15 years ago and they've just never found and they've done this kind of stuff like the police and the investigators have have sent you know technology there to to get information and they came up empty but these two guys with a boat and a youtube channel are like using some crazy yeah it's it's wild
1: that's that's nuts yeah. So 45 years of not knowing who she was. So today we know her name as Margaret Federolf. And I apologize if there's anybody out there listening to this that actually knows that's not how you pronounce it. And I'm pronouncing it <laughs> wrong, but that's how it's spelled. So we're going with that. <clears throat> um, and I'm going to tell you how this case was essentially solved and how plants had a bit to do with it, which I think is just so cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's set the scene, right? It's the morning of Sunday, September 12th, 1976, which is eerily close to today's day that we're recording because it's the 15th today. So creepy. Ooh, creepy. <laughs> a man happened to be driving in Woodlawn, Maryland when he noticed something near a Cemetery Gate. Also creepy. He gets out of his car and realizes it's a body. So Rightfully so, he calls the cops. It was 10.20 a.m. when the cops arrived on scene and began their investigation. They realized it was the body of a younger woman. She was covered with a white sheet and her hands were bound behind her back. Strangely, her head was covered with three different things. One was a yellow cloth sack. Two was a dark blue and white paisley printed bandana. And three was an orange and white bandana that had holes cut out for the eyes and the nose.
2: Oh, creepy. All three
1: Yeah, like why would you do th- why would you need three things, you know? All three items were tied behind the victim's neck in a square knot.
2: Hey, not dude okay. knows what a square knot is.
0: <laughs> he does. I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, well I did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Okay, it's important to note that after further research, that cloth sack that was around her head once contained 25 pounds of lime seed, which is weird. A lime been seed? Beaten what is, what is lime that? Lime seed. I'm not sure what lime seed is. Some type of seed, and it's like a cloth sack, so I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Becca Googles.
0: On on Wikipedia, <laughs> it says that it was a bag of grass seed over her head.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Well, not
0: to jump in on your episode.
1: It could. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, it could have been. It could have been grass seed. Maybe it was. That sounds. That sounds better than lime seed because I don't know what lime seed
0: is. It might be. It might be a brand of grass. Oh, maybe. Um off the right not off the record but like side note i kept thinking like mm-hmm. why does woodlawn sound familiar do you do you remember the first up season of serial with adnan saeed
1: i did not listen to serial oh yet. my
0: gosh okay well he but me has been telling was me woodlawn to to it. high school and so this was this, this, oh. this in maryland so it was like the same area okay continue
1: oh creepy okay the woman had been beaten and strangled so it was quite clear that pretty soon after discovering her she was a victim of homicide unfortunately she had no identification on her and we know cell phones weren't a thing back then which honestly i don't know how crimes were even solved before cell phones <laughs> like they're 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 used as probably the number one source of evidence in a crime scene like you look for a phone you find everybody that you're related to you find out who they talk to, usually a done deal, you know? Uh, Okay. She appeared to be between the ages of 15 and 30, which is a huge age gap, but it's hard to tell because of how badly she was beaten. Her height was determined to be, which is so, oh, I hate to think of it, you know? Her height was determined to be between 5'6 and 5'8, and she weighed 159 pounds. They listed her race as unknown, but it was noted that she was either white or Hispanic due to her darker olive complexion. They also noticed a poke tattoo. A poke tattoo. Is that like something <laughs> when I think of poke tattoo, I think of like doing it yourself, like yeah. with ink and like needle.
2: yes. Oh, you have a poke tattoo. I do have a poke tattoo. It's yeah stick and poke basically it's a single needle it's kind of thick i didn't watch them do it but you feel every individual prick of that needle and it's just basically like connecting the dots like you just do a bunch of dots close to each other and Mm -hmm. then they create a line and yeah mine looks really shitty because i couldn't sit through it because it was (laughs) so painful it's like an extremely painful way to get a tattoo
1: (laughs) yeah Oh, man. Wait, what is yours of again?
2: It's a mountain, a moon, and a tree. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, I know of this tattoo. Yes, and it's probably the cultiest thing about me because I got this <laughs> when I was working at a Young Life camp, and a bunch Ugh. of people who are working at the camp have the exact same tattoo, and yes, I oh. was in a cult. That is, That has made me officially think this saying that out loud. I was in a cult. (laughs) Yeah. You
1: know, it's time to add to it, maybe. Switch (laughs) it up a little bit. Give it some color. Get it removed. Maybe make it... Get it removed? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, dear. All right. Well, they noticed a poke tattoo of what appeared to be initials, but they were really hard to read. It seems, though, that the first letter was either a J or an S, and the second one may have been a P, S, or a B combined, so complicated not easy to figure out they also found two brass keys on a safety pin found in a pocket of her jeans which is really all that she had on her
2: Mm.
1: an autopsy was performed to determine the official cause of death one thing during the autopsy that they noted was her teeth which were in really good condition she had quite a bit of dental work done. All of her wisdom teeth were extracted as well as another one of her back molars. She had fillings in five of her teeth and only one was slightly crooked. This essentially led investigators to believe that family was probably well off or in a good state financially or that dental care was easily accessible, which is a really good thing to like Mm. note. Like I wouldn't have even thought of that. Like, oh yeah, she had access to basic you know dental care
2: yeah what year was this this was in the 70s you said
1: yeah Mm -hmm. this was
2: in she
1: was found in 76 okay
0: literally (laughs) just gonna say something brave yet controversial if someone found my body right now then they looked at my teeth they'd probably be like this guy was poor
2: (laughs) Brave yet, controversial. Uh, Brave yet controversial. Wait, have you made a dentist appointment lately? Because I know that we've talked about our dental anxiety before.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I have not.
2: See, I haven't either, so don't feel bad, <laughs> Daniel. Okay, all three of us have dental anxiety. Daniel, I have a has tooth the... that
0: completely just like is gone now. Like the <gasps> tooth is gone. Adam. Yeah. Well at the beginning yeah, of go. the pandy a filling fell out and so I was like well I didn't like I was uh-huh. terrified to just do anything you know yeah. and now it just like continued to do the what it was doing and then it just broke off so yeah <gasps> that's oh, my no. life
2: <laughs> I mean it's very hidden I can't see any gaps I don't no, want it's to like, oh, well, yeah I,
0: I can't either it's right in the back <laughs>
2: yeah back, oh that's back good there. that's convenient yeah daniel basically forced me to make a dentist appointment um he's like yep i'm going there you're gonna go there so give him a call today i'm gonna check in that you may- and make sure that you called and i was like um okay <laughs> good
0: yes daddy <laughs> daniel
1: as jay's at a dentist appointment as we speak oh god <laughs> <laughs> i have to make this appointment i know i
2: hate it all right
1: Prints and dental records were uploaded into the databases, but no matches were ever found. Keeping in mind that technology and databases were also not where they are today, making solving cases that's that much harder. DNA technology didn't exist at the time, but they did collect a blood sample and it was determined that her blood type was O positive, which is the most common blood type. Mm. So that didn't make it any easier. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what blood types you guys are? Did we talk about this?
0: Mm-hmm. We have. I'm O neg. I'm O negative. I don't think is o, o negative. Is O that common? I thought it was a more rare one. Or maybe just O negative is rare.
2: O negative is I think rare. Maybe just o negative is rare, yeah. Okay. I have no idea what my blood type I think- is. Wait. I don't either. Nicole, I swear I listened to a podcast, I think, where you said, oh, I need to look at my birth certificate and see what my blood type is. Is your blood type yes. on your birth certificate? I think so. Because if so, I can walk into the other room and find out my, my blood type right now. But like, <laughs> I didn't think it was on my birth certificate. I've never I seen it. I think it. it-
1: well it depends i think it depends well i don't know honestly i really don't know i thought that it was on your birth certificate i think it's on jay's new york birth certificate because we just got our passports and i swear i remember seeing it but i could be wrong she got them documents easily accessible
0: yeah i can't even i i ordered my birth certificate just so i could hone down the time i was born for my uh (laughs) astrology charts (laughs) but i can't remember where i put it now
1: (laughs) oh no yeah i don't know where mine's at either it's got to be in like one of two places
2: okay update it's not on my birth certificate okay sorry i was far away from the mic it's not on my birth certificate but the time of my birth is on my birth certificate what time are you born 6.39 6 39 a.m. Oh, you're a morning baby. Yeah. It's I was
1: born at night and I'm
2: I'm asleep before the my time of birth every day. <gasps> I think it's so weird that like babies are born at like noon or like two PM. Like I just find that so strange. Or yeah. even like nine PM. I'm like, what? I've only ever heard of babies being born like really early. Me and my me and my sister were born like in the morning. Mm-hmm. I just find it weird if when someone's like, oh, yeah, I was born at 2 p.m. I'm like, uh. okay, Adam just what? flashed his birth certificate. <laughs>
0: <Ew>. <laughs> yeah, this one doesn't have it either. It just, you know. Yeah. Oh,
1: you found it.
0: Yeah, it was right here next to me. So weird.
2: That is
1: weird. It's eerie. Do
2: you guys ever, like, All right. get, like, sudden anxiety? Like, you, like, are are woken up in the middle of the night and you're like, where's my passport?" where's my birth certificate where's my social security card like you like realize you're oh okay (laughs) very cool
1: (laughs) yeah if i was on vacation now that might be a real fear
2: yeah sometimes i like wake up and i'm like where's my passport and i have to go find it just to make sure that i know where it is for for no reason (laughs) anyway Side note, we just applied for our passports
1: Mm -hmm. and because we heard that it was taking like six months for passports, which is (laughs) a little ridiculous, but because of COVID, they're like short-staffed. So we paid to get them expedited because we don't want to run into an issue when it comes time for us to go, you know, on our anniversary trip. And it was $120 extra to get it expedited.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Wait, your anniversary so, trip in a year from now?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. In July. I don't I'm sorry. I want to you.
2: know.
1: well, <laughs> get the tickets booked, but in my head, I can't book a trip until I have that passport in my hand. Because, like, what if something happens and then I spend all this money on a trip and I don't even have a fucking passport, you know? So, like, ducks in a row, right?
0: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Live on the edge.
2: Okay, all right. Do you know how I know? Mean, we're how gonna, I back know to the story.
0: The, how we can't have a successful true crime podcast because we always have to go on a tangent. I yeah, know people like, "What's going
2: to happen?" We're like, "La la 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 la."
0: I, I know I'm this o is negative. no longer a
1: scary story.
2: Okay, uh, back to the
1: story. So the <laughs> autopsy confirmed the manner of death is homicide and revealed that the cause of death was this asphyxia or suffocating which is just awful i feel like that's probably one of the worst ways to die mm-hmm. Ugh. she was strangled by some sort of cord possibly shoelaces but they weren't sure she also had a broken she had broken blood vessels in her eyes and focal hemorrhaging in her face which oh. is how they determined it was asphyxia but then get this, they also found a piece of cloth from the from the seed bag. Okay, so I must have, it is grass seed, you guys, it's not lime seed. There's no such thing as lime seed, because I wrote grass seed right here. So I probably <laughs> just wrote it wrong in the beginning. That's um, okay. But props to, props to Adam solved. for fact checking. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's over there fact checking, so that's okay. All right. Um, They found a piece of cloth from the grass seed bag lodged in her throat. Apparently it had been used as a gag. Yeah, which that's going to come in handy later on. So bookmark that. (laughs) The toxicology report (laughs) revealed a large amount of sedative chlorpromazine. It's a sedative chlorpromazine was in her system, which is a drug typically used to treat patients with schizophrenia or manic depression. Mm. so it led investigators to believe that she or her killer would be linked back to a mental institution. So like putting all these pieces together, you know, mm. there was also that white sheet that she was wrapped in. They looked more into that and it had 130 count quality, which is a really low quality count. So apparently hospitals use these really low quality count uh, sheets. So they were thinking, okay, it could be from an institution or a hospital. Mm. Um, Another another clue was that they found the way that her hands were tied behind her back, not necessarily how they were tied, but what they were tied with. It was like a medical bandage. So again, hence possibly being from a hospital or a mental institution. Based on the crime scene, police believe that she was killed elsewhere and that her body had been dumped at that location, which I don't know how they kind of figure that out. I guess like no blood at the scene, probably. Mm.
0: Or... Yeah, that probably... If there wasn't, like, disturbance around where she was, you know?
1: Right, right, right. You'd think I would know that with all the true crime I watch. Okay. (laughs) Um, The two keys found in her pocket were also a pretty big clue because one appeared to be a house key, but the second key was a different one, and it had a stamp on it that read a series of numbers, but then it also had a stamp that said Fitchburg, so authorities were able to use the stamp to determine that the key was For a night latch or a deadbolt And it was manufactured in Massachusetts Fitchburg, Massachusetts to be specific But unfortunately That's the only other information that they were able to gather From the keys so they couldn't like find exactly What they led to Another clue, lots of clues here Was that the yellow um, The grass bag That had been placed over her head This is where plants come into play The bag had the words Farm Bureau Association printed on it Investigators were able to determine that the company had their bags manufactured by a company called Bemis and uh, by a company in Buffalo, New York. So like that kind of linked them back to, okay, well, maybe they're from New York, you know, Mm -hmm. this brand of grass was only sold in five different locations, all of which were in Massachusetts. So during their investigation, police also learned that the production of this grass seed bag stopped some years before the murders. Okay, so there's two things linking the victim to the killer or both of them. Police released a composite sketch of her face in hopes that someone may recognize her, but no one came forward. And I didn't think that, like, composite sketches, like... So I guess her face was pretty badly... It was messed up. Allegedly, they Mm -hmm. released pictures post-mortem, which I'll get into later on down the road. Mm -hmm. But, like... No one came forward. Isn't that sad that no one, like, obviously someone's missing out there, which we'll also get into. But, like, nobody came forward. Like, I feel like this person's family just wasn't really, I don't know, But also fighting for her.
0: But also think of the time and how information wasn't as readily available at anyone's fingertips as it is now.
2: Yeah.
1: That's true. Like, you either had to be reading the paper or like watching the late night news, which only came on for like 30 minutes a day. Yeah. Like now there's news 24-7. Yeah. They, I guess they didn't have that back then.
2: Wait, and didn't, wait, did you also say that it's possible that she wasn't from the area where she was found? Yeah, it's possible. Okay. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe they didn't release it to like a wider right. area. I don't know. Yeah, because
1: if I remember correctly, like, news was, like, local news for the most part, unless it was a really big story. hmm But I was just thinking, like, well, let's get into it a little bit more. <laughs> okay. I don't want to be, I don't want to give any spoilers. Um, one lead they received came from a woman who had been driving to church that Sunday morning with her daughter. And according to the woman, she saw a suspicious white van hanging out near the cemetery about an hour before the body was found. So like small clue, but really didn't lead to anything. So they just keep like hitting walls with this investigation. Anyway, meanwhile, 50 miles away in Alexandria, Virginia, Margaret Federoff's family was hoping that she would come home soon. So a little bit about Margaret. At 15 years old, she was a habitual runaway, and in an interview with the Washington Post, Margaret's younger brother, Edward, said that she began running away at the age of 12. So there's like three years now of her constantly running away and like coming back home. She was a rebellious girl who was always in trouble, and then she'd run away one last time in 1975. The family thought that she was going to come home, but a week passed and still she didn't return, which was pretty unusual. She was reported missing and weeks turn into months and months turn into years, which is like, that is so awful to not have that closure and just to have some like your kid run away and mm-hmm. or, you know, quote unquote run away and then like not know. You know, I feel like that's worse than the actual knowing yeah. sometimes. Margaret's family held out hope that she would come home one day hoping that maybe she'd even walk through the door on a birthday or a holiday, but she never did. Unfortunately, even though the case of the Woodlawn woman was just fifteen mile- 50 miles away, five zero, 0 the federal family wasn't aware that that case even existed. So as you stated, Becca, yeah, they didn't know. Like, mm. they didn't know about this girl because they didn't get that news. Yeah, yeah. When a case goes cold, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not being worked on, though. So the lead detective continued working to find out who the girl may be. But over the years, forensic artists released composite sketches and rendered photos based off of the photos taken of her post-mortem. And some of the images that they made her look younger so they can kind of do like age regression. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Age regression photos may have helped someone identify her in the case that she was a runaway they even released the actual post-mortem photos of her both before and after the embalming process and had no luck identifying her this way which i think if you google it you can find these photos if you're interested in that it's kind of creepy to me but mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're one of those people i did it um <laughs> Anyway, all of these images were shared with the Na- with the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children and with the National Missing and Unidentified Person System. Still nothing. In 2010, it was featured on the TV show America's Most Wanted. I actually tried looking for this episode because I thought it'd be cool to, like, input some clips of the audio in the episode, and mm-hmm. I can't find it anywhere. So, unfortunately, it just must not be streaming, mm. which is a bummer because that would have been a good one to watch, but... Okay, so then, in 2015, the Woodlawn Jane Doe's clothes were sent for a pollen analysis in hopes that it can narrow down where she was from. Uh, I'm not Mm -hmm. sure what... uh, Oh, never mind. The results were quite shocking. A unique combination of pollen was detected on the clothing. It was a combination of mountain hemlock and cedar. The combination of those two were so unique that it can only be found in two places either the new york botanical gardens or in new york city or harvard university's arnold arboretum in boston massachusetts so that like that bag and testing those pollens narrowed it down so much for them to place like where she was from
2: yeah that is so interesting like and like I feel like as a, I was going to say as a murderer, I'm not a murderer, but like (laughs) if you were someone who did that, you would have to account for the pollen on the person's clothes, which is like an unseen thing. Like the, surely they couldn't see the pollen, but it's like microscopic just from being, oh, that's just so crazy to me.
1: I know. And this is probably something else that they couldn't do. Back when she was first found because of just lack of technology. Mm-hmm. So they're just getting around to it in 2015. Yeah. So considering the evidence from the, sc- from the scene, the key and the grass seed bag, police concluded that she most likely lived in or near Boston. She may have lived in a neighborhood off of Boston called Jamaica Plain. They wondered if the initials tattooed on her arm could possibly represent that place that she was from or the place she ran away to. In 2016, police followed up on a lead in Boston and announced that they may have a potential identity for the young woman. At that time, they believed she could be a girl who went by the name of Jasmine or Jazzy. Allegedly, Jazzy and her family had immigrated from Puerto Rico or Columbia to Massachusetts, it was also believed that the family may have lived on Forbes Street in Jamaica Plain, which may explain the tattoo on her arm that was believed to read JP. Unfortunately, the family of Jazzy could not be located, and the investigation stalled yet again. It's like, all these people, like, where is everybody at, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the 40th anniversary of her death, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children released the most recent facial rendering of the Woodland Jane Doe to date. So we're 40 years in here, still no connecting the dots. So now we're going to talk about how the Woodland Jane Doe and the missing teen, Margaret Federoff, finally became linked. Okay, guys, listen. On September 15th, 2021, which is literally a year ago today that we're recording this. Creepy. There was a huge break in the case. 45 wow. years and three days. The mystery was solved pretty much. The Woodland Jane Doe was now known as 16-year-old Margaret Federolf, And we can think advancements in DNA and a new somewhat controversial technique called forensic genetic genealogy. Which if you don't know what that is, it's pretty much inputting DNA into a system and kind of building like a family tree there's that show on tv what's it called that girl who does it the one with a really long blonde pretty curly hair she was on a show for a while she would like do this for people she would find like lost loved ones not necessarily dead people like cold cases but uh,
2: no this idea. technique
1: I can't think of her name now shoot but this technique pretty much like it's wild like it's really wild how you can find someone using this so this is essentially how they track down who she was and they're only able to use this technique if it's in extreme cases like murder or rape like you're really not supposed to use this genealogy thing to find loved ones i don't know why but you're just not supposed to it's like law in some states So really, in conclusion, how they connected the dots was that, one, the pollens on her clothing, like that led them back, the hemlock and the cedar led them back to seeing where that that bag was manufactured, and then they wouldn't have been able to pinpoint where she was from without that. And then that along with forensic, you know, genetic genealogy, they were also able to find out like her family tree, like they built this entire family tree based on that. So it's pretty awesome, but also crazy, like, how it took decades,
0: yeah like, over
1: four decades to find out, like, who she was. And, like, is her family still even alive, you know, to see this happen?
2: I'm sure that she has, if she had siblings, surely there's, like, nieces and nephews Mm -hmm. out there still. But, okay, so they found out who she was... Who did mm-hmm. it to her? Though is there any? They don't know yet. It's still it's still open. Wow. Allegedly, like there, it's
1: the investigation still open. Like it's 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 no longer considered a clo a cold case because they found out like who she is, mm-hmm. but it's it's a cold case in a sense where they don't know who the murderer was.
0: Dang. Yeah,
1: I don't know. But isn't that crazy? Like, if it wasn't for those, if it wasn't for that pollen and that seed bag. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have even been like looking in that vicinity. Yeah. Pretty cool. That,
0: Pretty, cool. Pretty is, dumb on
1: the murderer's part.
0: That is wild to just, the pollen is just insane to me to think about how they can trace that to like a certain specific area, you know?
1: Yeah. Like so specific. Like when I read that, I was like really only two places. Like this is pollen we're talking about, you know, mm-hmm. but that's true. I forensics always like fascinated me like I kind of wish I would have taken a forensics class in college or something just because it's so interesting I don't think I could ever personally like (laughs) you know be on a crime scene even though I watch it all the time like I don't think I can ever physically be one in person but I just think it's really cool like how they gather evidence and test it. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool.
2: It is interesting. Like, it, this makes me wonder if there's ever been, like, you know, there was, I feel like the 70s was like, the 60s and the 70s was like high time for like some big, like mass murderers. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the 70s. Manson family situation. That was the 70s, right?
0: Yeah. The Golden State Killer, which recently, yeah. because of that genealogy thing, they've, found that person yeah
1: Mm -hmm. that was like the most recent big one that they did with that um ted bundy was the 70s gacy was the 70s and 80s i think
2: was the zodiac killer 90s i think so
0: Mm, was it i think so i gotta be honest it makes me sad that they haven't found out who killed margaret I'm glad that they identified her. Um, I'm glad that they were able to identify her to provide closure, but it really is just frustrating.
1: No, Zodiac Killer was a 60s. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, this forensic genetics genealogy thing, um, I wanted to do a little bit more research on that, but then I figured the episode would go too long. But it's—it's it's just it's really crazy how much they can find out about you. And you know... A big part of it is they take info from 23andMe and, like, Mm -hmm. Mm Ancestry.com, and they, you know, they can find out that way, too. Yeah. But, like, that mixed with DNA. and
2: It's pretty wild. It is wild. Okay, it's also wild to me that there's, like, bodies still being discovered that have been, like, you know, she in like ice or or something like that and they can like even just from like a skeleton they can know like oh they were about this age they've had children how many children Mm -hmm. approximately and like this is what they ate like it's just so interesting the impact that our life has on our bodies like We would know, like, what someone's occupation is based off of their bones. I mean, at least back in the day. I think now it all looks like we sit down all day. But you know what I mean? It's just, like, (laughs) it's so crazy to me that you can, like, find out about all this stuff after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. And there's still something, like,
1: at any given time, there's a certain amount of serial killers just out there, like, living their best Mm -hmm. life, murdering people.
2: There's some... There's something going on in somewhere in Missouri. I think like some more southern Missouri. There's like cannibals or something. Oh, yeah, great.
1: <laughs> you guys haven't Yay. heard about that. Speaking of, no. Speaking of cannibals, are you talking about the Hammer family?
2: I have no idea what they're called, but I just have. Okay. I heard so recently there's... there was like a a cannibal situation. Like they were found in Missouri. Oh. Have you heard of Army Hammer, the actor?
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: Oh, yeah, that's that's a whole other...
1: Wait, what?
2: Wait, (laughs) what what did they do?
1: (laughs) There's a three-piece docuseries out on him. He's a, like, recent actor, but very disturbed human. And it, like, dates back to his great-grandfather and all of the men in this family. It's the Hammer family. Cannibalism's deeply involved in it. And I want (gasps) to say they're from missouri so that's why i thought that you said
2: that or that's what i thought you were talking about wait what movie has not he be. been in wait it's like known that he's a cannibal
0: well yeah there was explicitly sexual messages that he exchanged with a lot of women basically telling them he wanted to <gasps> not cannibalize them to like death take- but like eat their flint yeah it was <gasps> gross.
1: like take their ri- like take their ribs out and like cook them <gasps>
2: Stop. He played. He played yeah. in Rebecca. Also, he played in Call Me by Your Name.
0: Yeah, he yeah. was the lead yeah, in yeah. Call Me by Your Name. Also, he was in the Facebook, the Facebook movie that was a long time ago. The Social Network. The Social Network. Yeah.
1: Oh, he was one of the twins Well, he played the uh, twins' role. I am terrified. Yeah, you should watch it. It's it's a pretty good documentary, but it's highly disturbing. So, trigger warning. Lots of sexual assault, lots of trauma. It's pretty awful. Yeah. And now he's like, like people wouldn't. We don't even know like where he's at. Like he's just not getting hired for anything. They dropped him off of like some movies. Actually, there was
0: a few months ago where he was uh, l- spotted selling timeshare in Bermuda. So he was like oh, really? working for a timeshare company in Bermuda. Yeah.
1: Oh, interesting. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, but then that's why I thought you were, that's what I thought you were talking about. But, right? Did you watch it, Adam? No, like, I haven't wasn't he watched from Missouri? it. But uh, he,
0: I, he was born in California.
1: Oh, California. Okay. Which makes sense. I don't know why I'm thinking Missouri. I watched it with my mom and I remember like seeing something about Missouri, but. Yeah. Well. If there's cannibals in Missouri, I think you should move. <laughs>
0: Agreed.
2: Um, let's see. Did you just Google cannibals in Missouri? Yeah. No, there let's was. Let's hope the cops never get a hold of your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Becca De La Paz's laptop. In 2021, it was coming out. All the stuff. Really? yeah like human remains ew okay anyway gross i don't want to know oh (laughs) because i live in the middle yeah not in the middle of nowhere but i live in a country area and i'm just terrified but listen to this no what i will leave it at this okay i think that everybody should look into your um Trigger warning. Everybody should look into your um, registered sex offender list in your area just to be aware, especially if you don't live near a school because they can't live near school, so they're going to live in other places. Oh. Um, I'm not going to give any information around about what I found, but I did find some interesting things when I looked it up for my area. So... I'm terrified
1: of that. I know. Also, I live down the block from a grammar school, so I feel like I'm pretty in the clear. You so
2: probably fine then. But I will say yeah. like you <laughs> you just don't know who is your neighbor, uh, who is lurking, really like You really don't.
1: Oh, it's so scary.
2: Be you really don't. Yeah. That's like a, such a scary thing, but it's good that there's that like there's pictures, like they have to update their picture if they change their appearance, if they move. Etc. Yeah. So, so especially if you have kids. For sure.
1: For sure. Just have your head on a swivel. Constant swivel. Constant
2: state of paranoia. Yeah. It sucks. It's just, yeah. (laughs) It's it's better to know than to not, in my opinion. Yeah. Specifically for that kind of stuff.
1: Well guys, I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I know it was, you know, a little bit of banter back and forth and like chatting. Um so it probably wasn't that scary, but <laughs> it was interesting nonetheless. Yes. Did you guys like it? Did you guys think it was interesting? Yes.
0: Yeah. I really I mean I'm
2: Yeah, I I'm really sorry. enjoy these stories.
0: Yeah, me too. I I feel like I said I feel sad that like her killer hasn't been caught, but Yeah. We can't do much about that, maybe,
1: maybe one day, you know, because they use the same technique to, to catch killers. So, maybe some investigators still working on this and we can do a follow up saying that this bastard was caught sooner than later, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: yes, definitely. All right. Well,
1: I thought it was fun. Um, I can't wait to hear your guys's in the next couple weeks, but happy beginning. Of spooky season to all my fellow spooky season lovers out there. And again, we're really glad that you guys joined us for today's episode. And if you want, you can follow us on Instagram if you're not already at Potted Together and just kind of, you know, banter along with us over on today's post and stories. Mm -hmm. And you can follow us individually. Adam is at Not Dude. Becca is at De La Plants. And I'm at My Clean Leaves. And then we also have some YouTube videos. So Potted Together over on YouTube Mm -hmm. if you haven't seen them already yes and lastly we have some merch (laughs) so if you're interested in mugs if you like a good t-shirt if you like a good sticker and maybe you're into magnets you can head over to our website and check out our merch and maybe buy some and then you can join our Patreon while you're over there because we just have it all folks we have it all you know
2: (laughs) you want it we've got
1: it <laughs> <laughs> alright guys we'll see you next time bye bye, bye.